Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington welcomes Kevin Farley, October 7th and 8th. Then catch Sam Morell, October 13th through the 15th. And don't miss Steve Byrne, October 20th through the 22nd. Comedy Off-Broadway opened in downtown Lexington in 1987. And they're still bringing the best in stand-up comedy to the area 35 years later. For tickets, call 859-271-JOKE or visit ComedyOffBroadway.com. Comedy Off-Broadway. Presented by Stockton Mortgage. Here's Matt Jones. Welcome, everybody. Kentucky Sports Radio. Shaving a little behind on the buttons. That's all right. Yeah. She said he didn't want to play that one. I thought it sounded great, Shannon. Yeah, it was all right. I didn't have the one I was supposed to play. It is Tuesday, October 4th here on a beautiful day in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Matt Jones at the KS Bar and Grill, where we're back after about a week and a half gone. Ryan Lemon, Drew Franklin, are here, here as well. You can give us a shout on the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line, 502-571-1080. A-Vision Auto Glass text machine is 772-774-5254. This edition sponsored by the T.J. Smith Law Office called T.J. He'll make them pay. He's a personal injury lawyer. Guys, it's a beautiful, I mean, just a beautiful day. It was a little cold when I got up this morning, but I made the drive here and excited to be back. I haven't been in this bar in about two weeks, and uh, it's still hanging and, and doing well. Yeah, supposed to get, I think, even up to 70s. It's supposed to be just a fantastic fall day today. Yes, so uh, getting ready. We found out yesterday that Kentucky will play Mississippi State also at night. So back-to-back night games, 730. Uh, that one was up in the air to me looking at the schedule. By the way, I just want to say, a lot of folks write me and say, look, the games are always at night during Keeneland. It's a rule. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, now it happens sometimes, but it's not a rule. Keeneland... The SEC, I mean, they'll put teams playing while their other teams are playing in other sports. They don't care about Keeneland, but thankfully for Keeneland and us, both games, Drew, are at night. Uh, I love the opportunity for the doubleheader, and I love we get back-to-back games with Tom Hart, Jordan Rodgers, and Cole Kublik. We haven't had them yet, I believe, and always love when they call Kentucky games, so we get two in a row now. Two in a row of, of playing at night against 7.30. That's, I like that draw also, Ryan, because, you know, Gets it gets our crowd at its best. Yeah, I remember we we had this conversation before, maybe week one or week two. You know, even before the season about you know 
usually you lay an egg once a year. You don't want it to be these two home games back-to-back. You no. have to win these games. And now I'm a little worried about a hangover coming in this week leading up to South Carolina game. So I, this, I has anything happened to make you worried, or you're just sort of theoretically worried? I think I'm basing it just on my own feeling. I'm just so... But I don't think we laid an egg against Ole Miss. No, I'm worried about the old, the egg coming the next two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I uh, spent yesterday. No, I, 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 you would have been proud of me, Shannon. I didn't respond to the vast majority of people. Good. But I spent yesterday in a mental war with people on the whole Will Levis thing. I didn't engage in an actual war. So I wouldn't respond, but Shannon, I was driving back from Oxford and just in my head getting frustrated <laughs> and making arguments with people. Just thinking about what you would theoretically I was tweet. thinking about what I would say yeah. if I was going to say something, but I didn't say it. You want me to do that? You want me to be the guy that says it so you can get it off your chest? Okay, that's fine. You play the role of Will Levis skeptic. Matt, hey, Will Levis ain't no first-round draft pick. And what do you base that on? Because he lost to Ole Miss and made a couple okay, mistakes. Okay, you can't just take the stupidest form of the criticism. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it is. I mean, they. I mean, they, well, no. That. Here's what they would say. Okay, they would say something like, "Matt, his decision making is just not an NFL level. You got to go win games if you're going to do it. You can't just sit there. You can't. He had a chance and he blew it. Too many interceptions over his a year and a half career. Well, he has had no interceptions this time. And what I said is, there's two answers. One. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, they don't care about that. But two, I feel like people are holding him to a standard that is an impossible standard. Like, I had one guy write me and say, Matt, we've had a first-round quarterback here in Tim Couch. We know he knew how to win games. And the problem with responding to that, Drew, is I don't want to defame Tim Couch because he's amazing. And I still think even considering, well, he's the best quarterback we've ever had. But... What was Tim Couch's record at Kentucky? That one year they went to the bowl game. They were just seven and five. They were seven and five. The year before he finished the year, I looked it up five and six. Well, Will's ten and three and four and one. Now, if you want to say Tim Couch had better mechanics or all that, you can say all that. That's probably true. But he didn't win more. He actually won significantly less. As a matter of fact. I'm not sure. Did Tim Couch beat anyone good? Well, he beat Alabama. Yeah, but they, they had a losing that record yeah, that, they year. That, good that year. I mean, Will beat Florida twice, right? He yeah. beat LSU, who also had a losing record that year. And then he won a bowl game with the Citrus Bowl. And this season's obviously not over. Now, that doesn't mean Will's better than Tim. I actually don't think he is. But you can't use t- – if Tim Couch going 7-5 and five and 5-6 five and six was enough to be the number one pick, then – Losing one game to Ole Miss, Drew, is not going to keep Will Levis from being the number one pick. That, and we're having to go back 26 years to even have a comparison, and I'm not so picky and spoiled that I'm going to just nitpick little things Levis is doing. We've had decades of not having a quarterback at all. Oh. So, yeah, I wish Levis would hold on to the ball a little better. I think he's missed some open reads, especially in the Ole Miss game, maybe some throws he should have gotten out of his hand quicker. But overall, he's light years better than what we've seen just about every season of my lifetime. And don't get me wrong, he's not perfect, okay? I mean, I, I, and I think his biggest weakness, if we were to look at it, is he holds on the ball too long. I think that's what caused the second fumble. Now, granted, that was a quick developing play. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the play, he should have let it out about a half second before. And if he had, he wouldn't have gotten hit. Now, you could also say if they had held protection a half second more, it would have been, I mean, both those things can be true. The safety's totally on him. 
Yes, right? it is, unfortunately. But you know what? He cost us two points. How many points has he given us during his career? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I just... I don't get it. I mean, there's a lot of people you could blame for that. You could blame the kicker. You could blame the holder. You could blame Tavion Robinson for not taking the fair catch, which let it bounce down to the one-yard line, right? You could blame Smoke for dropping the little screen pass, right? You could blame Barian for not being set. You could blame Will for hiking it to or snapping it to. But that's not how you do it. Right? I mean, like, the idea, nobody looks at Barrion and goes, man, if you'd been set, because they look at the three plays he made, which we wouldn't even be in the game without. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're not in that game without Will either. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. And people are demanding perfection of a college quarterback. Just look around the country. Who are you trading Will Levis for? It's a very, very, very short list. Well, that's what Stoop said. Stoop said I wouldn't trade him for anybody. You know, I'm not sure if I would either. I mean... The only two quarterbacks in his league in the NFL play for Alabama and Ohio State. You know, the guy at Tennessee's been really good, but I haven't watched Tennessee closely, but he's made mistakes. They beat Pitt in overtime, right? They could have easily lost that game. I just feel like some folks, Ryan, are holding him to a standard, and it's it's like a nitpickiness that, I don't say this to be rude, but Kentucky football's not yet at a program status where we can be that if we ever if we get this program to a point that will levis is not good enough to be our quarterback i, I know we ain't there yet right no he's he's like we both said yesterday disappointed in a couple decisions he made in the game but still he's my guy i want him as my quarterback i think you hit it i think fans we're so down and frustrated right now we're looking for somebody to blame just somebody to pin that on because it was such a gut punch to us but sometimes you lose sometimes you especially on the road in the i think SEC. what makes this one hurt the most is it does feel like we gave it away mm-hmm. you know yeah. we didn't just they didn't get, beat us we didn't just get beat they gave it we we gave it away yeah and there are seven plays that you could look back and go well if one thing goes differently yeah and they all went against and Kentucky. they all didn't didn't happen. No. And I, I kept having those conversations in the Grove after the game, which made it so sad. If Ole Miss had just won by 28, you know. You which say, it looked like it might be. You say we got whooped, didn't play well, they the better team, you go home. But it felt like Kentucky shot itself in every spot on their both feet that they could to lose <laughs> that game. Now, if you would t- let's say that we beat South Carolina and Mississippi State. And by the way, we're going to have to be careful to do that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But let's say that we do. If I had asked you before the season to look at the first seven games and said, would you take six and one? I think you probably would have. I mean, yeah. you would have hoped for seven and zero, oh, but wouldn't you have taken six and one if offered to you? I think most of us even did that. We figured, I think we split it up, either going to lose at Florida or lose at Ole Miss and be six and one at that point. I think everybody had that. I had us losing to Ole Miss before the season, and then even down there, I didn't even bet on Kentucky to win because I didn't feel great about it. I mean, I... I would have loved to have won that game, and it hurt more having so many opportunities. But I just don't think Kentucky football is at a place where we can start expecting undefeated seasons. And we have at the back end of the schedule, we have three games that if you don't screw up, you should win. Sure. Vandy, Louisville, and Missouri. And I know Missouri played Georgia close, and, and, and we got to be careful, but they still stink. That would have been one of the bigger upsets. I mean, what were they, a 35-point underdog or something? I mean, that would have been – Wow. I do love their kicker, though, Shannon. <laughs> do you like Missouri's kicker? He is a big old boy. Uh, yeah, he is. I <laughs> no. love the, – the nickname Thicker Kicker. <laughs> is that what they could call they him? They call him the Thicker Kicker. I, great nickname. That's a great nickname. Yeah, it is. I mean, 
And every time he gets up there, and the crazy thing about him is he's like the best kicker in the country. I saw something that says he'll be he'll get drafted, but he 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 missed the twenty six yarder to beat Auburn. Yeah. yeah, easy game winner. Which is I think that's a really good example. I mean, this is a kid who's projected to be the number one kicker in America, get drafted, play in the NFL, and he's thick. And that guy missed a twenty six yarder to beat Auburn. Basically, a gimme for kickers. A gimme. It just goes to show you, to quote a, f- a famous coach, that they, they, they aren't machines, <laughs> right? Not robots. I thought he. I thought it was machines. I guess he uses both. Could be. But both. he says it often. Yes, and they aren't. Our, our, our kicking game obviously been a lot of frustration because it seems ones, one on the kicker, ones on the snap, ones on the holders. Like yeah, there is a level that. though of that that is frustrating. Yeah. Whether it's Ruffalo missing or Chance Poor not catching it or the holder being banged up or whatever like you know, snapping issues yeah it feels like we got to get that i know right. you know that is a little embarrassing it, ruffalo it? can be better but just the slightest snap being off can really throw you off on a kick too so i think special team has been a collective effort yeah i just i did like mark stoops when they asked him like what are you going to do about it and he goes <laughs> he said exactly what i said yesterday what are you going to tell him like make it <laughs> kick it straighter it is Take interesting, it the though. It's interesting, Shannon. I don't think these football coaches know how to deal with kickers. It's almost like they're really not even a part of the team until you well, really need not. them. Well, they're not. It's almost like you <laughs> they just all of a sudden throw this alien. Yeah, and yeah. there's three uh, seconds the, left and we need three points. Then all of a sudden yeah, you're part I mean, of the team. I, listen, I've gotten to know Max and Miles very well, and I like them both, but there's nothing about them that screams football player. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know uh, what I mean? The they, whole game could come down to what they it, do. No, it does come down to yeah. that. We had a long conversation with Miles Sunday about, you know, he missed that kick against A&M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember in oh, overtime. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was talking to him. I was like, what was it like after you missed that kick? And he said it was the worst. He was like, people said the worst things imaginable to me. And he said, it's not like that was going to make it better. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're on an island, you know, when you miss oh, one of those games. Yeah. And they're like, really not even part of practice either. You know, they're kind of off doing their own thing away from everybody else. So I'm just, I, 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 that's got to get better. But at the same time, I'm not even really sure what you do about it, you know? Yeah, because we're on our backup snapper now, right? And the rest of our special teams has been great. Our punting's been great. Yes. Our coverage has been great. And our return game's been the best it's been since Derek Abney, no probably. Doubt. Best in the country, probably, right now. He yeah, Barry and Brown leads, yards every time he touches Barry and Brown leads the nation in kickoff returns. It's gonna he get, won't anymore. He'll never get a kickoff. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's going to get to that point. Teams are just going to start kicking it out of bounds. But they never did that with Abney. They kept kicking it to him because they, I think their special teams coach, oh, we can stop him. And nobody else can, but we can figure out a way. We can stop him. Yeah. Well, all right. So the basketball schedule comes out today. I know Ryan is on the edge of his seat <laughs> waiting for it. We will see. We will talk about that. It might come out. Do you think it'll come out during the show? or I, you think it'll be? I, I bet it comes out at 12.05. That's probably yeah. what it's going to do to keep you from being able to say anything. But uh, we'll talk about that and some more news. This is 502-571 today. This is Kentucky Sports Radio from KS Bar. Come on out. Have lunch. To talk to Matt Jones and the crew, call the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line at 502-571-1080 or 1-877-904-1080. Or send us the Kentucky-branded KSR tweet of the day by tweeting Matt at KY Sports Radio. Big Blue and you, Kentucky Sports Radio on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back, Kentucky Sports Radio, 502-571-1080. Text machine 772-774-5254. I don't know how people find out things. 
One person writes, Matt, did I hear that you backed into a toll booth? <laughs> well, now we need to know more. I mean, the answer to that question is yes. you got to tell the whole story. But the amount of people that know, that, that feels like to me, Shannon, this is something Ryan told people. Did you tell people I backed it? Because there's like I, four people that know this, I and you're one that. of them. I know. I, yeah, I didn't even tell the guys here. I did yeah. not say a word to All right, to so anybody. here's the thing. Shannon, I'm leaving Stillwater, Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay? And... I'm driving from Stillwater to Tulsa, and there's a toll booth. And, there, you know, I think we're blessed in Kentucky to actually have – do we have any toll booths in Kentucky? That, that one across the bridge going to Indiana. But that's an Indiana toll booth. That, that's yeah. not even a – I don't even think that's a toll like, not a booth. booth. Yeah, they uh, just take But do we picture. have any tolls in Kentucky? Yeah, I mean – I don't think so. Where? Well, I mean, the one he just mentioned, which is Yeah, between, but that's in Indiana. I think you're paying – I think that's an Indiana thing. I we had one in Western Kentucky years ago, but yeah. I don't think it's there anymore. Well, I, I, so I'll I tell you what. You get out Midwest, West, even Northeast, like there's tolls everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you're leaving thing, and it's – and normally nowadays – they either have a credit card or a cash option, and of course, then you have the Easy Pass thing. Well, I forgot the Easy Pass because I think of, I have an Easy Pass, but I don't do it unless I'm going the Northeast because I just don't think about it. Uh -huh. So I forgot. So I get there. There's one of these things that's a toll booth. It's seventy-five cents coin only. <laughs> oh, who has now, that? Now, Shannon, who has coins yeah. now yeah. in the car? Nobody. I mean, I, I know that some people do, but I and I had fifty cents. <laughs> and it says Are you down on the floor looking for. I look everywhere. <laughs> I have fifty cents, and it says don't throw dollars in, and there's no one there. So, so what what are you supposed to do? I mean it. Like, what are you supposed to do? And I look around for a sign of like, can I pay on my, sometimes it'll say pay on your phone yeah. or something. I'm like, is it, there's nothing. Now it doesn't have it blocked. You can drive through, but I don't want to get home and I'll get something. I'll forget to pay that too. You'll and get we're a bill back for to, a quarter. Yeah. And then be, be <laughs> a bill for a quarter. Bucks. So I, I thought to myself, I'll back out and pull over and figure it out. And I have the thing on my car where it warns you, but what it doesn't warn you is something hits you from the side. And it had one of these things that kind of like jucked out a little bit, you know. And long story short, I hit it. Did it damage your car? Yes. And so I have a dent in my car. Well, then all I'm thinking is, am I, is this thing going to fall? Because like, the, the plastic comes out. And then I'm like, as I'm driving down the interstate, is this thing going to fly off? <laughs> All over this a quarter. a couple thousand dollars stop over a quarter. I know, and it was a quarter. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't know. And this. then, of course, well, just so you know, it, it turns off the, the, the thing that, like, beeps. So the whole car drive, every two minutes, it goes, beep. Your back thing is not working. Beep. And, like, uh, I get it. And there's yeah. no way to turn that off. I had to listen to it for 14 hours Ugh. on the drive. But, Ryan, I don't know what you're supposed to do. How do you still have a toll booth that is coins only in, in 2022? Well, I don't know this, but my guess is there were three miles worth of signs warning you that this is coming no, up. No, there cash wasn't. Only I literally pulled only. out of Stillwater, pulled onto this road, and there it was. And those little things jutting out, I'm guessing, probably to prevent you or people from backing out. I, I'm sure it was. <laughs> but what are you supposed to do if you don't have the coins? It's my fault I hit the thing. I'm not blaming them for hitting the thing. That's my in trying to get out of there. But but I don't understand what you're supposed to do about the coins. you're just stuck there at that point. You're like, Are you supposed to like you just don't get to leave purgatory. Stillwater? Yeah. You're just in Stillwater forever <laughs> right. now? Yeah, that's your new home. And I can see that in that 
part of Oklahoma, nobody around to help you. So, I, by the way, I just had to leave. <laughs> so at some point, I guess I'll get a bill, but I just, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Maybe write on a note, like an IOU, and just set it up there? I almost yeah. did that. I was like, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm not trying to get away get away with 75 cents. Did you put your lease or 50 cents in? I don't think that helps. I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think you get to, it's not layaway. You, you don't get to was pay, there, like, you don't yeah. get to pay down on it. So you've gone through just it a couple pay, years. Pay you can. Yeah. We'll do that same toll booth in a couple years. You can drop an extra quarter in there. 75 cents or your best offer, you know. Yeah, yourself. Was, I don't think they do that. I don't think they allow best offer. So anyway. I'm like you. I wouldn't have, I don't, I might have seven pennies in my car. I, 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 I'm, I used to be keep quarters. But now I don't. I feel like most people tell you, "Don't give me coins. Get away from me." You know, I, I feel like coins have just been outlawed in this country. There's a shortage of them. Let me say one more thing to the people for sales. You all should be outraged about your gas prices. Okay, so I drove by uh, for sales today. Gas was three sixty nine. I drove from here to Denver. Denver to Oklahoma to Mississippi and back was in big cities, was in Denver, was in uh, uh, Memphis, was in Nashville. The most expensive, it was in Louisville last night. The most expensive gas I saw anywhere is in Versailles. Really? It's more expensive than it is in Lexington. More expensive than, it was two, 269 in Mississippi yesterday. And it's three forty nine here. It was like three twenty nine or three sixty nine. It was three twenty nine in Louisville. It's three forty nine in Lexington. I don't know what they're doing in Versailles, but uh. there's some hanky panky going on, Drew. <laughs> that Versailles gas mafia has come, and those poor people of Woodford County are getting it stuck to them. And you think hanky panky might be the root of the problem? I think it is. <laughs> what excuse does Versailles have for having more expensive gas? I understand cities. They they jack it up in cities. Yeah, but in downtown Denver it was three fifty, and you're telling me it's more expensive to have gas in Versailles. They're thriving out there in Versailles. Got to pay for that nice downtown. Somebody just gave me some bad news, Shannon. No, what? Uh oh, is this breaking news or is this scuttlebutt? No, I don't want to say it, and it's wrong. It comes from Tom Hart. Well, that's a good source. That's a good source. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, let me see if it's right, because I don't want this. Would make me very sad. Yep, no, it's on Twitter. Loretta Lynn passed away. No. No, no I just oh, went to, like, wow. Loretta Lynn. This whole town in Mississippi was, like, dedicated to her. Why? She's or, from Kentucky. Just, no, I was just in Tennessee. I know. That's why I kept asking. I was like, I thought she was from Kentucky. 90 years old, Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter. Well, now, I mean, I had a musical thing we were going to do, but now we have to play Loretta Lynn. Yeah. Hot Paints. <laughs> you love that song. Well, because, I mean, again, Just the Loretta, way she says it. Loretta Lynn, to sing that song, The Pill, when she did, uh -huh. in country music, but also a Kentucky icon. Yeah. You know, born right she, she is the queen of Kentucky country music, right? There's nobody. I think she's one of the queens of Kentucky of country music, period. Period. How many people are bigger? Like, it's it's a handful. It's Dolly. Dolly. As much I don't like Reba, but she's in that group. Yeah. But she's on it. Radio. Here, let's play a second of Blue Ridge. Be your wife. You'd show me the world, but all I've seen of this old world is a bed and a doctor bill. I'm tearing down your brooder house for 
Cause now I've got the pill All these years I've stayed at home While you had all your fun And every year that's gone by Another baby's come There's gonna be some changes made Right here on Nursery Hill You said this chicken your last time Cause now Kentucky's own Loretta Lynn there. You know how much I like that sassiness from yeah. uh, the, saying her clothes won't take up so much yardage is also a great <laughs> line. And then there's not nothing sounds more Kentucky than hot pints. Hot pints. Hot, hot pints. pints. <laughs> but what a... That's very sad. From uh, what's the town there? Well, I can ask you. When you told us about there's like one store well, that her brother runs or from. something. Yeah, uh, that's got like How a lot of her memorabilia this? and things um, in there. Well, anyway, it'll come to me in just a second. But it, yes, she's and you know she's from that area where all those folks are from. Uh -huh. Like the most unbelievable. I was just telling somebody about that in Denver. That this one little part of Kentucky produces all of these people. It's really, a, it's, you know, it's really a butcher holler. Butcher holler. Butcher holler. Butcher holler. That's right. And, and where I was the, just on the way back was Hurricane Mills. She has a restaurant there, a ranch there, and that's where she lives. So that was the connection. To oh, that's where she lives. I mean, it was Loretta Lynn everything when we pulled in to get gas. We almost ate at the restaurant, which I had at this point. So she had uh, 16 number one hits, 70 charted songs. Coal Miner's Daughter is probably her most famous. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, she also did Don't Come Home a Drinkin' with Lovin' on Your Mind, <laughs> which is another one I really like a lot. Um, we'll play more of them. You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man. I've Fist been... City. I like that one, too. Shannon, we play that one next. Fist City. If you say you take her man, she'll, you got to go come to Fist City. <laughs> I mean, she'll punch you right in the face. I remember seeing Coal Miner's Daughter in the theater when it came out. It was a oh, good really? movie. Yeah, a good movie. That's right. Well, 502 Space Sick. Yeah, space and Tommy Lee Jones, I think, played. Uh, oh, really? Tommy Lee Jones. Uh -huh. huh. All right, who's up first, Shannon? Let's go to Drew. Drew, how are you, Drew? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good. I got a couple of things. So my first is that you were talking about the gas prices. I would kill for those prices because I live out in Washington State and I just paid five thirty-five a gallon for gas. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I just so I don't want to turn the whole show into everyone with gas prices, but I understand that's where it's the worst. I think is up there in the in Pacific Northwest. But I, but I just I do think for sales, this is not something I just noticed today. I do think for sales, there is a for sales hanky-panky gas situation going on, and I just think the good people of Woodford County need to look into it. But go ahead. Uh, my second thing is it's a stat that I looked up that I don't think anybody's really talked about, about the football program. Um, before Stoops took over, our overall record was 578 and 582. And through his 10 years, uh, we now have a, we have a winning record. We're 641 and 635. Huh, that's interesting. So we, we, I didn't realize, actually, I would have thought we would have had a losing record historically, but now we have a winning one. 
That's it. That is a good stat. So that's all I got. All right, I appreciate the call. I mean, look, Stoops has done an amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can even. And remember, he's got the record he has, having gone two and ten in the first year. That's true. You know, started out got the game a little slow there. Well, well, we've said it a million times. What he's done here, I think, very, very, very few people could foresee that now they're a top ten team and out recruiting the likes of Alabama and Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, the recruiting is huge, huge. And just the example of the team they're playing this week, to have South Carolina's number the way they've had, really yeah. any conference opponent outside of Vandy, it's been really impressive, and hopefully that continues here in a few days. One person writes, Matt, the reason I don't understand, Van Leer, that's what it was what I was looking for. She's from Butcher Holler, but the town was Van Leer because she called her like it was a Van Leer Rose or something like that. Okay. Uh, but one person writes, Matt, I want Will Levis to go first in the draft because if for no other reason – it will make it easier to get quarterbacks here. Yes, that's the other thing. We should want this hype. I don't know why we want to downplay it. Every mock draft that has Will Levis in the top five makes it more likely, Drew, we get a transfer quarterback in here that is as good as him next year. Yeah, it's it's great branding for the program and that uh, position specifically. And then it helps with Ryan's boy and Barry on Brown catching passes. That's going to make it even more yeah. of an attractive option. I, I mean, look. I am certain that Dane Key and Barry and Brown, it was more likely, if not, it, if it wasn't the primary reason, it was certainly a huge reason they came here was him. Am I right? That pro-style system, no, no doubt. And with the fact that Will was returning as quarterback, they saw what he did last year. It absolutely plays a part and in it. And they have a four-star coming in next year. They got two or three dudes sitting on the bench that would have been better than dudes we've had playing oh, for the no last doubt. decade. No doubt. You know, it's just the way it goes. Who's next? Cody. Cody, how are you, Cody? Hey, man, I'm going to give you some information. Uh, Google uh, Win Duffy Dixie Mafia, and that's going to answer your sales gas question. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll understand it when you oh. see it. Wait a minute. Wait, uh, Google what now? Win Duffy Dixie Mafia? Win Duffy, yeah. And uh, right, it's well, kind of a joke, but you, you'll see it. All right, Drew, hey, oh, that's, that's me, the uh, guy from Justified. Right? <laughs> that's, that's the Dixie Mafia. But any, anyway, there's a lot of truth. There's a lot. There's a lot of truth to that story. But anyway, Bama and Mrs. Ole Miss. I think. I think one of those two will be waiting on the East winner in the championship. So, I know it's a long shot, but that's who we we could get another shot at Ole Miss. Is what I was going to say. Uh, when you get a chance, look at their schedules and talk about it. Maybe on the air. But I think Ole Miss probably has as good a chance as Alabama of making that game because their schedule is so much easier. We were well, probably I mean, their they, second hardest game. Yeah, but they still, and I appreciate the call. They, they've they got Vandy and Auburn next, but then they've got five tough games to finish. I mean, they play, then they play Alabama, A&M, Arkansas, LSU, and Mississippi State. And they could win all, well, I don't know if they can beat Alabama. They could win four of those games, uh, Ryan, but they also could lose all four of those games. Yeah, and I absolutely. Don't, I don't know where, they, where they, those games are, but, you know, A&M's kind of struggling a little bit, but they're still really good. Mississippi State, I think, better than most of us thought. So I still got some tough games. I mean, they're undefeated, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they beat A&M and and LSU. I mean, Mississippi State, I think, is dangerous so far this year. I worry, at least just in fan conversations, we keep talking about Tennessee and Georgia, and no one is talking about Mississippi State, and they're going to be a real threat. Not even looking past South Carolina, but in two weeks, that's going to be a difficult game. It's going to be a difficult game. And they always seem to spoil the fun when things are going well, especially back in the Mullen years when they really had Kentucky's number. But Mississippi State can always be a problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about it. Speaking of being concerned, 
Are you concerned with the fact apparently only 300 people got tickets at Madness Campout? 300? Mm-hmm. That was it? Yeah. The pictures were pretty hard to look at of the, of the lack of interest there. So the rest of them are just going to be handed out on game day on that night? Well, I mean, I, look, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, I, I'm sure part of the reason there were only 300 people is it was one night. Yeah. And it wasn't a thing that was heavily promoted. And, you know, I mean, I, look, there were years that UK worked with us on promoting it. They, we, they'd have us out there doing shows. You know, there used was, to be out there every day doing something for there, the site. I mean, there were years that they made that a priority with us, and they didn't do that, obviously, this year. Um, you know, I'd be interested to hear, if, I don't know, did Marsha go? I'd be interested to hear what she has to say about it. But they'll probably use that as an excuse to never do it again. But I do think part of the reason only had 300 people is you made it one night, you gave people a week and a half notice, and, you know... It just wasn't the same thing. And apparently the players were all out there. Like Oscar yeah. met all 300 people when he was there. I heard that like they gave out pizza, and the players had like 10 boxes of pizza walking around, and they couldn't give them all away because there wasn't enough people there to eat <laughs> the pizza. Wow. pizza. Yeah. yeah. That, when they first announced the map, I thought, man, where is everyone going to camp? This space is so limited. They didn't even fill the spaces that were designated for tents. It was uh, very disappointing for it to be back. I think... So, so many different factors, but I think the Ole Miss game really hurt, too. I don't know what they could do about that. You know, I don't know if you can go against a home game. We have a lot of home games in a row here. But, but I think just... if they did a home game, they'd have had more people. Because I think, I mean, I think people would have made it part of the experience of going to the home game. Camp out, walk to the walk game, to come the back game, to the camp out. You know, I don't know, though. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. But, and, you know, maybe it's just after COVID, it's just not something that... Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, Shannon, I don't have the ads. You want to tell me one to do real quick? Cornbread hemp. Cornbread hemp. I can do that one. Cornbread hemp. Took it last night when I got home after that long drive. Watched Jimmy G, the quarterback that I probably take up for only second to Will Levis, uh, (laughs) win the game. You go to cornbreadhemp.com, full spectrum flat. Not flower only. <laughs> flower only hemp CBD. It's a Kentucky proud company. It makes you rest. It makes you relax. It helps you find your inner zen. I came home to a package delivery yesterday, and I was ecstatic, but not <laughs> too ecstatic because I wanted to be able to sleep. Yeah. So cornbreadhemp.com. Promo codes KSR. Thirty percent off if you use it. Check out cornbread hemp. We will take a break and be right back. It's Kentucky Sports Radio. To talk to Matt Jones and the crew, call the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line at 502-571-1080 or 1-877-904-1080. Now for more news on the blue, Kentucky Sports Radio on Talk Radio 1080. You've been making your brags around town that you've been loving my man. But the man I love when he picks up trash, he puts it in a garbage can. it away and that's what you look like to me did every one of her songs have to deal with she, most getting of out her single woman going very, out on her own very aggressive for she her is time. i think a lot of her songs are you came after my man so get some uh-huh catch these yeah. hands, catch these hands <laughs> bring it i'm gonna remember fist city for a long time i'm gonna try to work that into <laughs> 
to my own conversation. Maybe Tom Hart could do that, you know, for the hey, game. Hell, yeah, Tom Hart for Loretta, you got to do some fists. He's too. got to put Here that you go. in. Let's do the second part. Friends, if you think you're brave enough, and I'll show you what a real woman is, since you think you're hot stuff, you'll bite off more than you can chew. If you get too cute or witty, you better move your feet. If you don't want to eat a meal that's You don't want to eat a meal that's called Fist City. Come on, Loretta. I think Tom Hart could do a whole Loretta game. I mean, when Marion gets loose, he's running like he's got hot pants. Do Fist City. There's... If he says hot pants and then says hot pints like that, okay. I'll just say, Tom, you're the king. All right, Tom, there's your challenge there's right your there. There's your chance. Yep. Shannon, do you think he will do... You think he could? I I could see him saying hot pants. Well, I just hope there's a fight. But do you that think he out would so he say, say hot pants? Uh, yeah, yeah, he would. He would definitely do that. And I hope, like I was about to say, that there's a fight during the game so he could save Fist City. You know. Well, that would be easier to do. Yeah. If there was a fight, he could go. Everybody went to Fist City. I'm with you. If he mixes in hot pants <laughs> somehow during a SEC college football I'm game, you, I'll retire. Listen, Tom, if you say hot pants in the game like that. Then I will forever just say Tom Hart is the king. Is the king. I have no He's doubt that he will, though. I feel like it's and Jordan be will tough. be so confused. It's <laughs> going to be tough, though, to say. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell He'll Jordan. He's got to do it. I believe in him. He's got. He's said a lot of stuff we didn't think he'd be able to work in. That's he never true. lets us down. That's true. But that would be that would be a very uh, a very good one. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty. Who's next, Shannon? Let's go to Otis. Otis, how are you, Otis? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing good. What's up? Oh. Oh, oh, good, good, good. Everybody's a little downtrodden and beat up about that Ole Miss game. Me, I'm optimistic. I'm like, that's one game, you know, that we didn't play our best game and see what it turned out. We only lost by three. We didn't play as best. Defense didn't play as best. Uh, special teams ain't doing good, but it's okay. That's one game off the blip. One blip on the radar. Guys got to be prepared for next week. South Carolina's huge. I don't see no, no malaise, no hangover, nothing. I looked at that game. As a Michael Cosmas, the Indianapolis Coast game, everything didn't go right for Kansas City. They still had a chance that they ain't like us, and they came up a hair short. That was us. We came up a hair short. So everybody, get your optimism back. Stay on the wagon. Don't jump off. All the haters going to hate. All the people who didn't like Will Levis going to find something to say anyway. And all the people want to see his downfall, they're going to say something. I praise him. He's doing good. He's doing what he can. And he's only one man. The team going to be all right. Stoops going to be all right. Coach Staff going to be all right. Luke Blue Mason going to be all right. We go cat. Have a good one. All right. There you go, yeah. Otis. Yes. Just Bring it in. He takes... Doesn't take a breath, but no. gets it all out. That's exactly right. Very, very exciting. Speaking of exciting, did you see Western Kentucky's own Bailey Zappi was the quarterback for the Patriots Sunday. Yes, guy that had a great career at Western. Back up at, at New England, guy gets hurt, boom, he's in. He's a starter Can you now. imagine, though, I mean, last year at this time he's playing for Western – and then all of a sudden, Belichick's yelling at him, going, let's go beat Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, your first game is against Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau? At Lambeau. Last year, you were playing what? Southern <laughs> Miss out there in uh, in Hattiesburg? Got Patriots fans thinking about another late draft pick who was a backup that stepped in for an injured quarterback. <laughs> Already dreaming Tom Brady dreams with Bailey Zappi. true, Zappi. but it was wild watching that game where you have a – Former Western quarterback, you have Damian Harris from right down the yeah, road at running right. back, and then the starting quarterback that's out was supposed to be Kentucky's quarterback of the future. Like, yeah. A lot of bluegrass connections on the Patriots. One person writes, Matt, uh, I don't know if you saw, but 
uh, Kelly Ripa said that when she worked with Regis, that they didn't like each other for the vast majority of the time they were together and that they didn't really have a friendship at all. Do you think you could work with someone that you had no interest in being with on a daily basis? So I read this story. She said for like seven years, Regis like didn't like her. I don't think I could do that. Do you for every to every day, not only have to, I mean, we've all worked with somebody we don't like, but to have to like be friends on the air because their whole thing is we're like, yay, it's Regis. It's like They're the same thing. smiling. Lee, yeah, it's the same thing Lee yeah. and Haley do here. It's like, yay, Bobby DB, yeah. And like, if you hated each other, Ryan, do you think you could do that? I, I couldn't. I think part of the good chemistry that comes across on a radio show or a TV show is your friendship you have with the people you work with. Like Lee and Haley, you can tell they're really close. But it, I don't, I mean, I wasn't a regular Regis and Kelly watcher, but it didn't look like to me they, I mean, they must have faked it pretty well, yeah. Drew, because it didn't feel like to me they didn't like each other. Yeah, I couldn't do that, especially on those shows where you got to wake up early and be happy and high-fiving and all smiles. If you knew that the person you're sitting with every morning, you, you do not like at all. Like, we certainly couldn't do it with all our road trips. We definitely not. <laughs> Shannon, I feel like you could do it. I could. Yeah, I think I could. Especially <laughs> I if the money was right. Doing it right. You know? Now. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to say it's that, true. but you know, uh, since you did. Now, I think I could, you know, if the, if the money's right. You may not like Everything it. Everything about Shannon is just money based. Well, when I go to a job, yeah, it is about money. I mean, that's why you work. Right? Isn't it the yeah, point don't of working? You want to, I mean, don't you want to in, like enjoy yourself while you're making money? Sure. That's why I enjoy myself working with you guys. But if I didn't, I would so still be working So you think you here. could go on TV for an hour every morning yep. with someone you genuinely didn't like and fake that the two of you like it? It's only an hour out of your day. <laughs> it's not you're there all day, you know. All right. <laughs> There's been, we've talked about this, some shows, you know, what, well, Francesa my, and Mad Dog. But they were like, I think friends who fought but like mike and mike apparently yeah. despised each other wouldn't speak unless the can unless the microphone was on it'd be very difficult to do your job too because you may need to talk about what you're going to talk about on the show later right? i mean i think radio would be even harder than television like television okay go stop mike and mike were on for four hours every morning that's tough Part of the show is talking about your lives, and if you and apparently they detested each other. Like when at the commercial, they said they didn't even didn't even look. They at wouldn't each even other. look at each other or acknowledge each other. That's uh, so weird. I, I don't. I couldn't do that with you guys. I mean, I really couldn't. If we were got into a have you ever? Like that. You don't have to say who, but have you ever worked with someone that closely that you genuinely didn't like? Not like that. No. I mean, we'd have disagreements. Like you know, Color and I fought from time to time, but we're still remain good friends. I think everyone fought with Cutler, right? <laughs> well, possible. Yeah, but I'm not, it's a stressful environment. Have you have you worked with somebody like that? I don't think so. I mean, I I take pride in trying to be friends with who I who I work with because I because I don't think it would be. I mean, I've had people that I have argued with at work. I mean, I've argued with you all, but like I've I've had one person in particular who I would have really strong arguments with, but I still liked them. 
You know what I mean? And, I, and we would have good moments. You know what yeah. I mean? I can't imagine having somebody you just could not stand, and you had to sit there and do that. I, th I think I, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. I haven't read this story. There's a little bit that makes me wonder why is she doing this now when he's not around to tell his side of the story. You know, he well, died I think two she years said, ago, I think and why is now the moment? I think he said it, though, before he Oh, died. he did? Okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm said, not up to speed on what, what happened there. I, I think the good example for you is the Ken Jennings, you guys can go and argue and bicker with each other and then be friends as soon as you walk off the stage. Who? Is that his guy? You, does the Republican the guy? Ken Jennings? The guy from Jeopardy? <laughs> yeah, I was saying, that the oh, Jeopardy? Yeah, that is the guy from Jeopardy. <laughs> wait, wait, who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about Scott Jennings. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but Scott Jennings and I disagree about politics. But I don't disagree. I don't find him. I don't disagree with him as a human being. It's not personal. Yeah. It's personnel. No, I mean, it's... <laughs> Like, he likes Mitch, I don't, but I don't dislike him. Right. I think it's much harder to dislike. Like, what Matt, you, I can't believe the people who are married who do that Republican-Democrat thing. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Rush Limbaugh was married to, a, or was dating, like, a very liberal woman for a long time. And I couldn't figure out how that worked. Uh-huh. Like, if his whole job... Yeah, to cut them down. But it just shows you that for most of those people, they just see it as a game anyway. Yeah. Like, it's not... Like, they they get on the radio and pound at it. But They're then like, they just Shannon, go, it's for the like money. Like, Tucker Carlson... Right. I, I knew Tucker Carlson in D.C. All of his friends were liberals. It's just like... It's just a game to those guys. You know? Still, though, I can't imagine working with somebody like That would be great. We'll take a break. Come back. Hour number two here at KS Bar. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.